Listener Production. Do you want to get high, but in an office nine to five sort of way? Maybe you're not about the full-blown hallucinogenic effect of drugs like LSD and magic mushrooms. Maybe you only want a teeny amount of the drug at a time to make you feel potentially better, happier, or even more productive. Well, welcome to the mystical, murky world of microdosing. I'm Jacinta Bola, a science journalist with Cosmos Magazine, and today I'll be your guide through the real and not-so-real effects of what can happen when you take small amounts of psychedelic drugs. Okay, let's start with the basics. What is microdosing? Well, you might have heard of magic mushrooms or lysergic acid diethylamide, better known as LSD or acid. LSD is a synthetic chemical that is completely produced in a lab, but it was first synthesized from a fungus that infects rye. It's the LSD itself, not a particular compound of it, that creates the trip. In magic mushrooms, the chemical that makes it psychotropic is called psilocybin. These are hallucinogenic drugs, which affect our serotonin receptors. This can mess with feelings and thoughts, but also the way that you perceive the world. You know, time could seem weird or colours might be brighter, for example. Microdosing, on the other hand, tries to take the serotonin effects of these drugs without the 12-hour hallucinogenic trip that goes along with it. A normal dose of acid is about 30 to 100 micrograms, depending how strong it is. This usually comes in a small piece of paper called a tab, which has LSD blotted onto it. But in the same way that it's not easy to tell how much acid you might be taking in one tab, microdosing is even more wildly varied. You might take anywhere from 5 micrograms to 25 micrograms. Probably not a surprise, but there's just no standard dose. Magic mushrooms are even harder to measure because different mushrooms will have different potencies. But while a moderate amount to take for a normal trip might be around 1 to 3 grams of mushrooms, a microdose is likely only 5 to 10% of that. In a 2019 study, most of the 278 microdoses surveyed reckoned that it can improve your mood and focus and increase your energy levels and creativity. It all sounds kind of great, but does it work? Now, I'll say up front, the science on this one is a little slim. There have been very few studies looking into how microdosing affects people beyond self-reporting. And the scientists among you might know that self-reporting is not the best tool in the researcher's toolkit. Many of these studies were unable to include a placebo. And with self-reporting, it's hard to confirm that whatever you're measuring is actually happening. In fact, a scientist that does a lot of research into microdosing, Harriet DeWitt, a University of Chicago psychopharmacologist, has said, we don't really know if microdosing works yet. But DeWitt is doing a pretty good job of trying to find out. A study that she did last year took 56 participants and made them do drugs. Well, some of them at least. Four times spaced out over a couple of weeks, 18 people were given a placebo, 
19 people were given 13 micrograms of LSD and another 19 got 26 micrograms of LSD. So they found that it was safe, which was a good start. But although those participants who were on the actual drugs were pretty sure they were on mm, something, they didn't experience a better mood or do better on the emotional or cognitive tasks than the people that were given placebos. That's not a good sign for microdosing. But this doesn't mean that microdosing is literally all in the user's head. Scientifically, we are at the very early stages of finding out how LSD or psilocybin in these smaller doses actually works. Like, for example, maybe 13 micrograms of LSD is too much to microdose. Maybe you need a smaller amount more frequently. There have been a couple of other studies which have also found placebos had the same effect as microdosing. This includes a particularly fun DIY one where they got the participants to bring in their own drugs and then made identical placebo versions in little capsules. This had 191 participants and was run over 10 weeks. One group got the actual psychedelics to microdose with, Another group were given the drugs for half the time and the placebo for the other, and the last half got none of their own drugs at all. The results were mixed. In the words of the researchers, the findings confirmed positive anecdotes about microdosing, improving people's moods, but at the same time show that taking empty capsules, knowing they might be microdoses, have the same benefits. Oops. Even with all that, we'll need more science to find the answers. Okay, so we all know about microdosing now, but what about regular old dosing? Is taking drugs like LSD and magic mushrooms dangerous? It's pretty hard to overdose on magic mushrooms. You're much more likely to pick the wrong mushroom and accidentally eat something that's poisonous. But LSD is an interesting one. You can't really overdose on acid like you would on a drug like heroin, for example. But that's not to say that taking too much can't be unpleasant. For example, a 49-year-old woman who thought she was inhaling cocaine accidentally snorted 55 milligrams of LSD. That's about 550 times a tab of LSD. So a lot of acid. She vomited for 12 hours and then said she felt pleasantly high for another 12 hours. But after that horrific-sounding experience, the woman started microdosing to manage her chronic pain. So I suppose it couldn't have been all that terrible? But it's important to say that LSD is still very powerful, and you can end up having a bad trip, which can involve depression, anxiety, or paranoia, Stay safe out there, listeners. Did you know that from July, Australia will be the only country in the world to officially recognise MDMA and psilocybin as medicines? The announcement happened earlier this year, and it was a bit of a surprise, as most scientists aren't sure there's enough research yet to conclusively prove that these drugs really do work. However, the reason for this decision is that there has been some promising research looking into this. A phase three clinical trial last year found that for PTSD, MDMA-assisted therapy was incredibly effective, with the research calling it a potential breakthrough in their paper. A different study published last year found that for some patients, 
a single dose of psilocybin was enough to rid them of treatment-resistant depression for a whole year. So, even if more research is required, there are some pretty promising early results. All right, we've reached the end of our trip. Thank you so much for joining me on this mystical journey into the psychedelic. Hope you're all feeling enlightened. For the latest in science news, don't forget to check out The Science Briefing, also available here on the Listener app. And head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained.